Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Go in Peace, a daily podcast from the Houghton College Chapel Office, where each day we take a look at one of our college lectionary texts and we ponder provocative thoughts so that we can truly go in peace to love and serve the Lord. My name is Michael Jordan. I'm Dean of the Chapel at Houghton. I'm always glad to share with you a bit. And uh, we will, uh, as always, I'll read all three of the day's texts to you and then focus in on one of them. So today's texts, and again, this week's theme is Renovation of the Heart, kind of inspired by the writings and life of Dallas Willard. Uh, text for today, Psalm 143, 1-8, First Samuel 2, 18-21, and Luke 1, 67-80. And I'll focus with you today on the text from First Samuel, First Samuel 2, 18-21. Samuel was ministering before the Lord a boy, wearing a linen ephod. His mother used to make for him a little robe and take it to him each year when she went up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Then Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife and say, May the Lord repay you with children by this woman for the gift that she made to the Lord. And then they would return to their home. And the Lord took note of Hannah. She conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. And the boy Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. Well, today, uh, I just I want to think with you about Samuel, the boy, and of course his mother Hannah, who prayed and prayed for him, and and uh, said that you know if she had a son that she would dedicate him to the Lord, and indeed she had Samuel and and dedicated him to the Lord as she said, and then of course God blessed her with more children, which is a fairly typical outcome of a story like this in the Old Testament for sure. Um, but the the thing to focus on this morning, I just I love the thought of Samuel. We're, we're trying. It's obviously po- pointing out the kind of precociousness of Samuel, a boy wearing a linen ephod, a priestly garment, and his mother used to make for him a little robe, and take it to him each year when she went up with her husband. So these little ephods and these little robes, um, it's such a cute idea to imagine. It's very poignant to imagine each year his mother making him a little robe just as she came up to see him. But the, the idea, right, of the text, like I said before, is about Samuel's precociousness. Like, he is wearing priestly garments, and he is doing what priests do at a very young age. And very importantly in this text, he is doing this, we might say, by the book. He is uh, he's wearing the appropriate garb for doing this and ministering to the Lord in the right way. He is not inventing his own rules. He is not just doing what seems logical to him in the moment, but he's doing this the right way. He is wearing the linen ephod, and he's wearing his mom's little robe that she would bring to him. And Eli, of course, sees this and says, you know, you're my, you're my prized pupil, you know, and, and Eli blesses uh, Samuel's mom and dad and says, may the Lord repay you with children by this woman for the gift she made to the Lord. And, um, it, you know, it's, sweet that Eli is saying this. In previous verses, Eli's sons are depicted in just the opposite way. They are depicted in, in uh, earlier verses in this chapter as being unmindful of tradition and kind of doing things their own way. And that's what's really bad about them. And of course, it spirals out of control and gets worse and worse. But the, the, the problem with them is that they're not appropriately kind of respectful of tradition. That's, that's bound up with what's important to them. You know, as I talk about tradition 
uh, with young people, it's really hard. And it's really hard to know how to do that in our culture because our American culture really values uh, volunteerism, you know, like personal choice and involvement. It does not value kind of t receiving tradition that's been handed on to you and just accepting that as truth. Um, so it's complicated to talk with young people who, who because most of them have grown up in America, um, they are very, um, and particularly at the stage of life they're at, they're taught that this stage of life is kind of when you break free of tradition and when you kind of accept something new. And, um, uh, you know, they are sort of um, primed culturally to look at um, all the traditions that they've grown up with and all the kind of understandings that people have given them and to say, these may or may not be true, but I need to be true to kind of who I know myself to be. And uh, how to deal with that is really tricky, right? Like, I mean, you can't just sort of sit and yell at them about tradition and be like, you know, you need to be more grateful. You need to be thankful. You know, um, it, it's a it's a real trick to sort of say, I know you're in this process. Let me help guide you with the tradition in some ways, but also respect the fact that you feel you need to make your own decisions. And indeed, in some ways you do. Like, I'm American enough to feel that too. Like, in some ways, students, of course, do need to uh, do need to sort of understand uh, what's the, the, the flaws in the way that they've grown up or the traditions that have been handed to them. But, you know, our, our willingness to pay attention to the traditions of previous generations is really, really important. And uh, I say this now as someone who is decidedly, you know, I've got kids who are all, almost old enough for college. Um, you know, like that idea is really, really um, it's important. And it's important for me to display for them, right? Samuel's reverence for tradition is notable and it keeps him pointed in the right direction. And I don't, you know, I don't want to have our students have tradition dictate to them what's right and wrong, but I do want them to understand, hey, if we're just trying to kind of understand what's right and wrong on our own, we are incapable of doing that. And a tradition points us, a tradition orients us, and we need to poke traditions, but we can't pretend to stand apart from traditions. That's really, really uh, important. So I just encourage you, like, uh, I think, like I say, I can see it very clearly in young people, but I think most of you who are listening, as you're, if, if you're American, um, can see that kind of same voluntarist streak in your life and the kinds of ways that we even tell the story of our lives. Try to tell the story of your life in a way that at least acknowledges um, the good things that the traditions you have have, have given you. So, and please don't overhear this and don't, don't take this too much to heart. Um, some people have been through traditions that have really wounded them, traumatized them. I'm not urging you to say, you know what, like, just forget about that. Like, you know, they didn't really hurt you. Of course they did. Of course they did. And so I'm, I'm not trying to get you to say that. But what I am saying is for most people who have been through a difficult thing, there at least have been some things that we have learned along the way that have been helpful. And what we can see, even if it was just the way that God kind of protected us during that time, is something that we can be thankful for. Uh, something that, that, at the very least, you know, kind of gave us a grammar for understanding a relationship with Jesus, perhaps. Um, these kinds of things are just important for us to really take stock of instead of simply pushing them away. And Samuel teaches us that, the little boy with the little ephod and the little robe. God, we're thankful for, um, I'll say for me, I'm thankful for the tradition that I grew up in, which certainly had ways that it fell short. Um, certainly, you know, was not perfect. And yet I'm, I can see how 
you were using that time in my life to do good things and how you've helped heal me from some of the difficult things. So I give you thanks for that. We pray, God, that you'll help us to appropriately receive what good things the traditions in our lives have given us and help us also to be able to forgive those things uh, that traditions have given us that are not healthy and help us to do so with sober judgment, um, not thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought in the process, not, not thinking that we are somehow capable of not handing down difficult things to others either. You know, help keep us aware of our own capacity um, as we're building traditions for others now. We pray all this through Christ. Amen. I'll look forward to talking with you all tomorrow. Until then, go in peace to love and serve the Lord.